Yeah, let's get the show on the road. Recording. Uh, Dang, Retrobots. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They messed up your other show with Nathan Caldwell and everything. I listened to that yesterday. Well, let's go ahead and get this show on the road before it takes too much longer. We have too many more technical problems. <laughs> that sounds funny. That sounds funny. All right. Yes, this we are the show that sounds funny. And uh, this is the week of December 7th, 2021, season two, episode six, uh, episode 58. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith. The hostess with the mostest, Terry. And Jill's here, too. Okay, okay. And so here we are, a present and accounted for, in a world of weird technical problems so far this morning. Hopefully, we will be able to maintain our funny cells for the next hour-ish or a half. Like a hurricane. Sorry. Well, there. Uh, we, <laughs> we'd like to start off with what's new. Does anyone have a question? It could be something reading, watching, doing lately, classic family story. And you guys got well, anything? I had a birthday party yesterday for some reason. And my wife went to the store and bought cake and ice cream. And we had cheesecake, chocolate cake, and red velvet cake. All right. Did you have any meal or just eat cake? We had sloppy joes and tater tots. Oh, okay. All kinds All of junk foods. Because I couldn't get a McRib at McDonald's anymore. Ah. And so then we were going to have the cake and ice cream. And they have the numbers, you know, the cake, the numbers you know, for the cake now instead of putting all the candles on there, you know. Oh, okay, the candles, yeah. My grandsons, they're eight, seven, and 10 years old. And they're like looking at the cake, and the cake says, Happy birthday, Terry. And so then they're like, Grandpa, you're 85 years old. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you're looking at the numbers backwards. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that old. I, I would like to be that old. They're reading <laughs> them candles the wrong way. Right? Said, I'd like to be around till 2063. <laughs> Somebody yeah. else said, you guys would only be about 22 years old then. <laughs> I go, I don't think so. <laughs> They'd be like 40. Yeah, and I got an an, a, an acoustic electric guitar for my birthday. All right, you're gonna place a few chords on it. I did earlier, and that's probably what messed up. The that's what room. killed the podcast. <laughs> I heard strum, and it died. <laughs> Which is what, what really happened. He got one good strum in, and all of a sudden, my internet died. <laughs> that's crazy. I got an elect- acoustic electric guitar. It's a a Kundo. It's a K-U-N-D-O. Don't know if you ever heard that brand before. 
Akuda Matata. Akundo. Nope. Or it's either Kundu. I don't know. <laughs> K-Kundo. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay. Never heard of it. He had an acoustic electric fender, and I wanted to see it, but he showed me this. And, and so this one's red, and I bought an amp and a cord to connect it, and... Yeah, so you're going to have to play us some uh, theme music one of these days. And we'll have to have our voice of the podcast laughing along to some other tune. I was going to do it, but for some reason we didn't get guitar strap. And not that I can't play without a strap, but I can't really play it that well anyway. You might fall off of it if you're not strapped onto it. Yeah, seat belted to it. You get hard to stay there hovering in air while you fall onto the floor. And I, we didn't get no guitar picks. And so I was sitting around the house here looking for something here at my desk. So I was like, hey, let me try this. So I picked up a plastic spoon. And you can I can hold the spoon because I have neuropathy. It's hard to hold a guitar pick. That's so right. You can so hook- you're spooning with your guitar. How sweet. <laughs> you can use a spoon like you're, you know, the part you eat on, you put your thumb there and you hold it that way. And then you got the handle of the spoon sticking up you know, like a pencil does between your thumb and your index ring or something. Mm-hmm. And you got, you can keep a good grip on it that way. It's like, oh, cool. But yeah. Yeah, I wonder if a, if, a, if a figure picks would work for you. I have some of those in my other guitar case, but that's at the Terry's Mini Mall. Would yeah, it have thought... to be a plastic spoon? Maybe you could use a metal spoon. Oh, no, well, I don't know. Get you a that. different sound. It'd be like a resonator guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about his metal spoon. I mean, I don't know how that, that I always think that would tear up my strings. It, it could be a little bit harsh on the strings. That's what I typically make picks out of plastic plastic uh-huh. i figured there was a reason because I, I i think eddie van halen had aluminum guitar picks and that's why it caused him to get throat cancer and die because he was always sticking his pick in the in your in your mouth and your teeth you know oh yeah I, I, I guess that could cause some medical problems well, that's he, weird because people drink out of aluminum soda cans and I guess you don't hold them in your mouth all a long time, though. You just take a drink and put it down. But well, I can't imagine he's going to sit there all day and hold it. Think there, he usually had a cigarette in his mouth. But the thing I, is, I, I would think a cigarette would be more hazardous than a guitar pick. Right, yeah. he put a guitar pick in his mouth and wave at people. Whereas Gene Simmons and Kiss, he says he's the one who invented the thing where he holds his guitar pick between his middle finger, his ring finger, and his thumb. So whenever you so whenever he would wave at people, he would have his pick still between those fingers, and he'd wave, and they would be like, oh, those are the horns of the Satan or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, That's the I love you sign when you have it like that, I thought. Your yeah, pinky uh, fingers up and your first fingers up. Isn't that what that is, the I love you sign? I don't remember now. Yeah, like you put your pointer finger in time like an L, and then you put your pinky finger up. Yeah. Hmm. I love you. Well, my funny story is a little different. We had, with it being Christmas season, I went to a Christmas party with the women um, from my church. It was only women. There was 14 of us. And one of the party games they played 
was trying to stack marshmallows to look like a snowman, which, okay, this <laughs> sounds really easy, right? But they had to do it without using their hands. They could only use their mouths. <laughs> oh. And, of course, hmm. the marshmallows, you can stack them up, but they don't always stay stacked up because they are light. If you lick them and they stick together. <laughs> That's right? what they were saying. These women, and they were aged probably from 20 to 70 or so. I don't know the older women. But uh, they, they said they would lick a marshmallow and then pick up the next one and try to stick it on there. <laughs> You can always cheat and use a toothpick. Well, they didn't have <laughs> You got to stack out. them first before you put a toothpick through them. But it was really funny because they were all just giggling. I didn't play being blind. I was afraid I'd have to touch to find the marshmallow. You know, it's hard to do. Nobody's licked can't... all these marshmallows already. Yeah, they're all <laughs> slimy and gross. Uh, oh, yeah, I do take one marshmallow. You stick a toothpick in it. You stand it upright and you take another marshmallow. With your... Oh, well, there was if, a If you're using your hands, only... you could do that. But if you're using your mouth, you'd have well, to stack them first. No, you can still use your mouth to use a toothpick to stick in the first one. Uh. Is that your All right, turn? you guys, this is, is right? your homework for today when we're done podcasting. <laughs> get out some marshmallows and get some try strategy going without on. using your hands. Practice. Yes, and let us know how that goes next week. So next I'll time be- you're ever on demand to play this game, you'll have it. You'll, you'll know how to how to beat the system. And all you listeners have to tune in for the next two weeks because instead of weird words, I played a game that I'll try to explain later, maybe. But it was Christmas songs, the titles of Christmas songs with weird meanings. And so I was like, I'm going to use that on the podcast and see if you guys can figure out these titles of Christmas songs with weird meanings. There was 25 of them, so I'm going to just do a few each week next two weeks. Yeah, because you got to get our Christmas-themed shows going on here. Yeah, we can do that. I got you got some like Christmas pickle top 10 scores or something or what? <laughs> no, I got a whole bunch of deer stories in the news. Oh, well, before yeah, we get there, I, I really don't have any uh, opening thoughts here other than some general housekeeping. Hey, it is the month of giving. December is. So if you want to feel generous and give to the podcast, we do have a donate button. Visit thatsoundsfunny.com, hit the donate button, and hit us up for a few bucks. I heard that on another podcast. <laughs> then, yeah, life truth. <laughs> I do not know. Well, we'd like to move on and talk about December holidays. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays. We like to go from Tuesday to Tuesday because we record on Tuesdays. Uh, of course, De- December 7th is today. It is the flag day of India. So if you're in India, wave that flag. It is International <laughs> Civil-, Civil Aviation Day. So if you're an aviator, be civil to each other, I guess. (laughs) It is National Cotton Candy Day. I don't don't know why that's not in the summer. Maybe they invented it on this day. I don't know. 
It is National Letter Writing Day. So write a letter to Santa. Tell him all the stuff you want. Or me. It is, of course, the day that will live in infamy, National Pearl Harbor Day. The day that caused the U.S. to enter World War II. Born you, didn't I? You know what will happen if you start lying. When the Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor. Yep. Uh, December 8th, Wednesday. Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Ooh. They have a whole Ooh. feast for that. Wow. I guess this, means, this is the day that Mary got impregnated. Well, that means she was only pregnant for two weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty immaculate. I'll tell you what. That's, that's a quick just a fast one. You would no, think this that is was... when she got the pig out eat a bunch of food because it's a feast. I uh, guess. Yeah. must have been uh, developed by Kodiak. It, it is National Brownie Day, so while you're feasting for that immaculate conception, don't forget the brownies. Yes, must have a brownie. It is pretend to be a time traveler day. Okay. You can tra- pretend to travel back to that first Christmas, I guess. I says it was my right as an American citizen, I says. Uh, December 9th, Thursday. <coughs> uh, National pastry day Hmm. enjoy a nice pastry it's christmas card day Uh oh which i guess if december 9th uh is a good time to get them out in the mail so people get their christmas cards in time i think she's doing hers who my wife Uh making her list checking it twice Hmm. yeah it's national llama day so she could always put those Christmas cards on the back of a llama and send them around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, is that what sounds as a llama make? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it can be the llama for the mama to get those cards out. The mama llama. But it's the principle of the thing. After all, you know, I've done a lot for that rat. Rama llama, ding dong. Uh, December 10th, Friday. National Logger Day. So if you're a lumberjack, get some logs. Yeah. The Dewey Decimal System Day for all you <laughs> librarians out there. It is Human Rights Day. I didn't know there was a special day for that, but I guess not. Oh, it's also International Animal Rights Day. <laughs> nice of them to put them on the same day, I guess. Well, it's pretty obvious what else we can do. Nothing. Yes. Uh, December 11, Saturday. Christmas Jumper Day. Uh, uh, English English jumper. Jump for Christmas. Jump for joy. I guess. It's Christmas so. time. Christ- <laughs> jumper. It is International yes. Mountain Day. So if you're a mountain, it's time to celebrate. I'm biting my tongue, but I'll say anyway, if you're as big as a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Bad, bad. It's It's National App Day. I guess you get you a new app for your smart device or something. It's the UNICEF birthday. It's all on that day. Anyway, it's my brains and experience they want, not my gorgeous figure. December 12th, Sunday. It's National Poinsettia Day. 
go buy a poinsettia and decorate your house. Yeah. It is Our Lady of Guadalupe <laughs> Day. Oh. <laughs> Sound like something Mexican to me? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Any Mexicans out there crossing that border? Guadalupe. <laughs> Send us an email. Let us know. Feliz Navidad. Hello. It is Universal Health Coverage Day. So maybe all the telemarketers will stop calling me now. I doubt it. <laughs> I was reminding my wife, she was going to Walmart. I said, don't forget a toilet seat. I broke the toilet seat. No. Sound like a big personal problem to me. <laughs> um, it's Gingerbread House Day. Oh, Get you a toilet seat of uh, gingerbread. There you go. So with that gingerbread toilet seat, you can enjoy a international day of neutrality. National Dingaling Day. <laughs> there you go. That's a Jack Berry day. For all you dingalings out there. Oh. It's going to be a shock, John, so prepare yourself. Moving on <laughs> to that this. December 13th, Monday, Monday. National Violin Day. They should have a guitar day. It is a worldwide candle lighting day. So I guess if all the lights go out, that's the day to light the candles. Yeah. It's the U.S. National Guard birthday. Hmm. Anyway, National Salesperson Day. Uh, Being the Christmas holiday, yeah, <laughs> you get appreciated that day, I guess. Yeah, uh, National Ice Cream Day. It is Green Monday. I don't know. It, it, like you want to lay some green across my palm? All that, yeah. <laughs> National Horse Day. Go so go ride a horse on that green day. <laughs> <laughs> A lot going on Monday. Most laughable thing I ever heard of. But finally, we, we roll around to next Tuesday for all you listeners out there. You can anticipate these days, December 14th, Tuesday, National Booyah Base Day. <laughs> wow. Must be a good thing. I don't know. National Energy Conservation Day. Turn off them light switches when you leave the room. I know. The National Free Shipping Day. Oh, cool. Hmm. It's Monkey Day. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted Chestnuts Day. And that rounds out the week of holidays. I think it's very good for the children. It teaches them poise and the social graces. Wow. Some interesting ones in there. Yeah. Uh, so ones are like, wow, really? <laughs> Didn't know that was a day. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the days. And now it's time to move into news. Ooh. Action news of the week. Uh, and the king of news. Yes, Terry Oyster. Terry broke his toilet seat. Well, besides that, <laughs> I didn't really break it. It broke on its own. I was just sitting on it when it broke. <laughs> she had, she had one of the toilet seats that was soft and squishy, 
But uh -huh. my ex-wife, she had a she had a toilet seat cover. You know how you can get the, um, she had one of those like you can buy the little rug and it's got the little cover that goes over the toilet lid. Right. You know the the part you sit on. The only funny thing about it was really weird because it was the face of Santa Claus. Yeah. And so every Christmas you sit it on his so, face, huh? Yeah, and it's like that's dove. They should have put like little legs there or something. Put that on the back of the toilet tank, Santa Claus's face. Your your poop went on Santa's face. <laughs> well, no, so it looked like you were sitting on his lap instead of his face. Okay. You know, you're not, you know. Ah. Let's see. I think if you poop on Santa's face, that would put you on the naughty list. Right. <laughs> but anyway, on, on to my news. My first story, I have an, uh, in Walker, Michigan, I think it was, in uh, sighted a deer that was breaking into a store um, to um, get a pre-Black Friday shopping sale. <laughs> it's said in the police report that Rudolph couldn't wait for Black Friday shopping as he broke through the store at the Wilderness Expression store. Wilderness Expression? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, he do a little holiday shopping. He uh, the police went in and they appropriately found him in the deer hunting section. <laughs> <laughs> He's checking out the enemy. <laughs> I got to learn his game plan. <laughs> the deer saw the police and he uh, ran and out the door and was seen disappearing into the woods. Apparently, he found what he was looking for. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something. Hmm. Well, that's a that's an older story. I was going to do a week ago or so, but I got other deer stories. But I got other stories. You got lots of deer. Well, I got a couple of deer stories myself. Uh, the first one is that a deer runs into a hospital and goes up the down elevator. <laughs> but there's bad news well i'll get to the bad news in a minute in baton rouge louisiana the deer ran through the front door of louisiana hospital and climbed up the down escalator before it was captured and later euthanized they had killed the poor reindeer but well, it is their season so you might as well just when they get up, they, they did it because the deer was injured in his uh, race mm -hmm. to the hospital. I guess he had lacerations from glass and things. Uh, and they just. So, uh, so the deer, the deer was sneezing and went to the hospital. In, <laughs> in deer it, season, like, the so deer was sneezing. The doctor. <laughs> but all I had, it's not a very long article. It, 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 it was reported to have been bound in, into the hospital. Uh, through an open door, uh, stumbling on the slippery floor uh, as uh, people just watched from a few feet away, uh, the deer regained its footing enough to climb up the down escalator to the second floor 
where it was finally corralled and held down, uh, including a law enforcement officer and a person in scrubs. Uh, it was loaded onto a hospital bed uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was rolled out by the oh to a truck by the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Department, uh, and it had to be euthanized. So I guess because of his injuries, the Wildlife and Fishery Department hauled him away and and put him out of his misery. Blam! And took him home and ate him. <laughs> well, yeah. Probably donated him to some uh, food pantry or something because you can't sell deer meat as far as I know. You can't. No. Because it's got to go through all the stuff like other meat does. It's got to be federally approved. Really? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, anything to get sold as far as meat on you know butcher markets, it has to go through the the USDA process. Yeah, that's what it is. And, unless well, you hunt it yourself and take it to your own processor. Yeah. Because the train. Well, my first yeah, odd story happened. Dogs my first odd story happened in Denmark at an IKEA store. They got a lot of snow. There was a blizzard. And it made 31 people have to spend the night at the Ikea store. Holy mackerel. Hope nobody sees me in my bathing suit. Exactly. Because yeah. they couldn't, you know, drive they, down They the had roads. to put, the, put together all the furniture to have something to sit on. Yep, they have <laughs> beds and everything in there. And the guy, the manager of the store, his name was Peter Elmos, E-L-M-O-S. And I thought that was funny because when the article was reading... I was like, these people got to spend the night with Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> but they had a slumber me. party tickle and me, watched Elmo. Christmas movies. <laughs> and uh, of course, there's a cafe in, in Ikea, Ikea. So they had food and beverages. And in the morning, they all just got to go home after the storm was over. Hmm. But I thought that was kind of neat that um, 31 people could stay in the store and get along and have a good time and not. Uh, they got to sleep on the furniture, to, eat the yeah. IKEA food. <laughs> yeah, you get people together. Sometimes they want to argue or try to, you know, steal from each other. Yeah. Or... How do you talk about me behind my back? Walk ahead of me, and I'll think of something. Yeah, I'm glad they all, says they all got along and had a good time. Bickering and disgruntled. Yeah. yeah, well, that's good. I guess it's tis the season to get along with each other, huh? <laughs> right. You got any more, Terry? Of course you do. Yeah. (laughs) Finally. Okay. In Alberta, Canada, a deer was wandering in the woods. Uh, A deer was spotted wandering in the woods by the wild fish and wildlife people. It had Christmas lights wrapped around. (laughs) He's in the Christmas spirit. He wasn't just Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He was Rudolph the the Lit-Up Antlers. (laughs) The residents in the local village have spotted the deer as well. I guess because of the flashing lights. (laughs) Yeah, hard to miss, huh? (laughs) Oh, the extension cord came unplugged. and uh, Neither battery powered. The deer did not seem to be in distress. And... They have seen this deer wandering around since November 3rd with these Christmas lights on it. Oh, wow. So they 
They, they hung on some garland and ornaments, put an angel on top. <laughs> <laughs> They've observed it for a while, the fish and wildlife, and they have seen that it can still forage for food. And they have decided not to take any action because they're afraid that they would have to physically restrain the deer and tranquilize it, which could yeah. cause trauma and... Then they'd have to shoot it and eat it too, probably. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, as long as the core's not dangling and tripping the deer, if it's been that way for some time, I'm sure any dangly parts would have already gotten trampled or cut off or whatever. Right. They're going to continue to monitor it and assess the situation as they need to. <laughs> deer out there. With Christmas lights, just plug it in. <laughs> yeah, you got a burnt out bulb there, Rudolph. <laughs> Let me fix that for you. It reminds me of that story from stories ago with the with the with the deer with the rifle stuck to its antlers. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, a buck takes shelter in a church on the first day of deer season. <laughs> in uh, Sturgis, uh, Michigan, a 10-point buck sought sanctuary in a southern Michigan church on opening day of the state's firearm deer hunting season. <clears throat> the pastors at the church encountered the deer in their auditorium on Monday uh, before it leapt through a window and... Uh, Back into the wild. <laughs> they, they have a video that they posted of the deer wandering around the church. Uh, and the, the pastors erected some barricades in the hallway to help keep the animal contained uh, from the rest of the church. Uh, but at one point, it climbed stairs to go to the balcony. <laughs> because you know the view is better up there when you're watching the sermon <laughs> anyway there's not much to that story uh, he got in he got out I, I guess he went to the church service and he got 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 saved and now, now he's saved he just left <laughs> Did, didn't you have a deer story too Jill well I was looking and a lot of my my app quit opening um, and tell me the story, but there was one about a deer that went into a, a foot doctor's office. It said he got in to a and, hoof doctor, uh, yeah, hoof <laughs> doctor, orthopedic, uh, orthopedic, orthopedic doctor. That's what it was. And, and so, I'm some, assuming he must have needed a back rubber or, foot orthopedic rubber. hoof shoes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine got the word that UPI app would open in stories. I would tap on them and nothing Is today the first Tuesday of the month? Yeah. Oh, that's what I hear. Okay. Sorry. Oh, you get the siren going off? Ours hasn't gone off here yet. Okay. Oh, there's a story about a man in Australia that broke the world record for the loudest burp. No, that was me. <laughs> uh, I didn't know Terry went to Australia. That was one of them I was trying to get to open to see 
more about it and it wouldn't tell me and i thought well see it wasn't a man in australia they just heard it from australia heard it from australia (laughs) maybe they heard it from the united states in australia and it really was scary there was 112.4 decibels oh you did see that story huh well yeah i have it too but i was just filling in the parts you didn't do there Oh, go ahead. Because like I said, I couldn't get it open. I just got to see the title. Well, you can, you can I mean, just a headline alone is funny enough. So, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. the there's not a lot to the story. I mean, <laughs> he spent months of training. I don't know. I, How can you train to burp? That drink lots of soda, I guess. Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, his wife encouraged him to go for the record, though. Huh. Oh, wow. Just probably like, okay, honey, you go for the record, but then you got to stop. Yes. <laughs> stop it. Give it, give it up. You made it. And well, is it back on Terry again or what? Yep, it's back on Terry. A New York family set the world's record for the most Christmas lights on their family display. 687,000 Christmas lights in there. Wow. That movie was with Danny DeVito in it, too, I think. That's what I said in Matthew Broderick, but Keith was talking about the one vacation. I don't remember the title of that one with Danny DeVito. Christmas Vacation. It was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. She's the other one. Oh, the other one? I I know they had that house out there in, in Pogue area. We used to have all, all those Christmas lights that was just lit up all over the place mm-hmm. out in the country. A big circle driveway. People would drive by and chip in money for the electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have another another uh, uh, world record one. Oh, well. What I, is I, it? I, I've only got a, one more thing, but it's just my continuing list of Christmas guests, but go ahead. This uh, a man uh, in Attleboro, Massachusetts. Man was recovering from heart surgery. They had to fix his broken heart. Oh. recovering from his heart surgery. Somebody gave him a get well card, and in the card was a scratch off lottery ticket, and he scratched it off, and he won. I assume you were joking. On the contrary, I am completely serious. I had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> he won a million dollars, and, and yeah, I probably had a heart attack. He won a million. Yeah. And so. He'll he be made able to pay his, his heart grow. Three signs is too big. <laughs> <laughs> but he took a lump sum payment of $650,000. How can you do that? I know a guy. Well. Uh, the only thing I have left is I had my ongoing list of unusual Christmas gifts. We can do that, or Joe, you got sure, something go ahead. else? Or what? No, no, I don't no. have nothing else. Go All ahead. Right. Well, a- again, this is from a, a, a list of 45 unusual gifts that I found on uh, Huffington Post. Today, I wanted to feature uh, items 16 through 30. I'll finish up the list next week. Uh, Item 16 here is Baby Hands Candles. Got to have puppies. Uh, from US54Celsius.com. Uh, carrying a torch 
for these candles in the shape of baby hands. Oh, good. And you can <laughs> catch you... their fingers on fire to make uh, a nice little flame. Maybe there's <laughs> so a wick like... on the tip of each finger, so it's like there a menorah. Baby ham. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but it's like Baby a menorah. Ham, do, you have a candle do, on do, each do, finger. Do, do. Baby oh. ham. Do, do, do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> item 17. You remember last week we talked about the sexy elf on the shelf? Well, this one is a sexy Grinch costume. Hello, my fat little sugar man. <laughs> Grinch is ugly and sexy. From threewishes.com. This sexy Grinch costume won't stop Christmas or anything else from coming. <laughs> and it may make your heart grow three sizes. Anyway. Uh, number 18, a deer pong game. Well, I admit it does appear to be a little peculiar, but maybe we're getting old-fashioned, Abner, behind the time. D-E-E-R instead of B-E-E-R. Uh, for fun.com. Uh, is beer pong getting a little boring? Try this variation of deer pong. Uh, number 19, a toothbrush that gets every, all the teeth at once. I don't know. What difference does it make? <laughs> Simplebrush.com. Even Terry could use this one. <laughs> Brushing your teeth can be a real chore if you're lazy. You have to move the brush up and down, side to side. Until every tooth is clean. This simple brush simplifies the job. Just put the thing in your mouth. Let it brush all teeth all at once. Thank you, technology. It must be like a U-shaped brush where you can just like right. stick it in there and <laughs> let it wiggle around. Now, number 20, a sniff relief mask. I feel silly doing this. You look a little silly too, Abner, but don't worry, you'll get it. From (laughs) sniffrelief.com. So how congested are you anyway? Enough that I'm willing to wear a modified Lone Ranger mask for relief. So I guess it looks like a Lone Ranger mask that must have a little snot bucket on it. I don't know. (laughs) But it's a sniffle relief mask. I guess if you wore that in conjunction with your M95 mask, you'll be totally covered on you on your face. Hey, imagine if you had to wear that with the mask you have to wear for the virus. Have your mouth covered and your uh, bandit-like. Yeah. Have your uh, mouth and nose course. covered. Have your eyes covered. Yeah. You'd be all, all ready for those smash and grab shoppers, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't call it rioting or looting anymore. It's just smash and grab. Um, And the porch pirates. Uh, Item 21. Um, A flamingo beverage tub. I never heard anything so ignorant. Meridianbay.com. Flamingos can stand on one leg, but not when they're holding drinks for you. It's best if they use two legs. So I guess it's a flamingo standing there that will hold your cup for you or something. Hmm. Uh, a 22, a true crime, ugly Christmas sweater. I have no interest in stopping you. Go ahead. Run to the police. <laughs> a bitteralmond.com. This murder-themed, ugly Christmas sweater will keep your crime buffs warm. 
Anyway, 23. Christmas tree cat cake. From Petco.com. Cake for your cat? Yeah. This Christmas tree cat cake will take a lovely photo if you can get your... Wait a minute. Cat? Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not a cake. It's a cape. C-A-P-E. All right. Now now it makes more sense because it says could could make a lovely photo if you can get your cat to wear it. We (laughs) tried. God knows we tried. So it's a cape that you're like a Superman cape to put on, put on your cat. Mm. <laughs> 24, a Johnny Rotten Jigsaw puzzle. I see. Okay, shoot. Johnny okay. Rotten Jigsaw puzzle. From puzzles.com. Um, a puzzle featuring the Sex Pistols uh, lead singer, Johnny Rotten. He was on the mask singer the other day. He got voted off. <laughs> well, I all, all I know him is from his name. I don't know who he is or what he looks like or anything. So hopefully it's a good looking puzzle. It's hard to say. I don't know. Right. <laughs> if you're a fan, I'm sure you would love it. Uh, 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 25 uh, birthday candles that double as toys. Joints, double as joints. I tell you what, look, old man, if you're not doing anything right now, come on over and I'll tell you more about it. Birthjays.com. Do birthday candles fail to light a fire with you? What if they could be filled with pot and turned into joints? (laughs) (laughs) So you have candles you can um, fill with marijuana. Wow. Mm. Uh, 26, an eye massager. I can't, can't understand why we haven't got any customers coming in. Just what the <laughs> world's been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, mental.com. <laughs> I don't like nothing yeah. to touch my eyeballs. Massaging your eyes. It must feel weird, I guess. <laughs> can't imagine. <laughs> Uh, uh, 27 Hulk Hogan slippers. I don't think that's funny. <laughs> Fun.com. You know Hulk Hogan's real name, don't you? Yes. For, for all the Hulk Hogan fans out there. Terry Hogan. That's my wife's yes. name. Uh, <laughs> Stalkers. Uh, uh, number 28 is she don't like it. the reindeer hat for pets. If you don't mind my saying so, it's a bit sickening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Antlers. From ZeusNews.com. You can just imagine your pet. If you love me so much, why do you want me to look like a different animal for? <laughs> <laughs> the cat with the antlers or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 29. Pillow Cube. Well, if you'd be kind enough to volunteer your services, I'd be glad to demonstrate. All righty, from PillowCube.com. Square Square Pillow. It says, anyone who sleeps on their side knows they have to do a lot of pillow fluffing uh, to get the pillow aligned with their neck. Not so with the Pillow Cube. For once, Game Square is a good thing. Yeah, well, I don't have to do a lot of pillow fluffing, and I sleep just fine. <laughs> hmm. yeah. and finally 
J and Silent Bob. Jesus. J and Silent Bob. So I don't know what Jay and Silent Bob has to do, but it's a Jesus sweater. If you tell me your problem, I'm sure I can help you. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Jesus. <laughs> Something Jay, Silent Bob, and Jesus sweater. From HalloweenCostumes.com. I don't know if they started off on the Howard Stern show or or what. but Oh, that was stuttering Jay. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess Jay and Silent Bob is some kind of a uh, cult feature classic thing yeah, fixture, right. but I haven't got a clue. But anyway, they can be partying with Jesus on his birthday or something. I don't know. Hmm. So there's our uh, some uh, gift ideas for people out there. Public service announcements. <laughs> Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618 618- Four seven one nine zero eight eight. Thank you. So Karen's got some work. Jill, Jill's got her. I don't know. Unusual words. <laughs> weird That's words. Unusual Christmas word. A twist no, on her weird week, words. Next week is going to be our weird Christmas songs. This week oh. I already found words, so next week you get it. Oh. That's why people got two. Well, I was prepared. I was getting all psyched up. Yeah, I want to yeah me stuff. too. Well, I don't have them right here right now. You have to wait. <laughs> people have to tune in. See, that the way they have to come back. Yeah, because our ratings are dropping. Or sometimes it's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, people are tuning out right now because they don't know Christmas words. Yeah. Give us what you got anyway. Yeah. Well, our first weird word is dudgeon. Not dungeon. It's D U D G E O N. Is the place to keep your milk duds? Dud. <laughs> dud. Dud going it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Gun, dungeon. It is... said D U D gun. What? D U D. Right, right, right. What's the rest of it? G E O N. G E O N. Like a dungeon, yeah. only instead of D U N, it's D U D. Dungeon. Dud. It, it's D- the same as a dungeon, but you have a cold and you're saying it. Dungeon. Don't send me to the dungeon. 
Dudgy gone. Dudgy gone. Dud GE is on. Dud <laughs> from GE, he's on. Yeah. He's a guy that looks uh, at GE and he's on the ball. That's what it is. Well, it's the kind of mood you might be in if you were <laughs> in a dungeon. It is a bad mood. Oh, man. The person in the dungeon had a dungeon. <laughs> All right. Our next word is subridge. S-A-B-R-A-G-E. Subridge. I've heard that Sub-bridge. word somewhere, but I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Subridge. Sub is under something. Yeah, it's going under the bridge like a submarine. Well, it's S A B, not S U B. Oh, okay. Well, it, it 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 would be for a submarine, but you're sad about having to do it. So, <laughs> it's, oh, it's a a crossing where the sun goes across. Although, it's for sad people. <laughs> well, any guesses? No, <laughs> Harry. This I'm word a- means to open a bottle. That's what I said. No. <laughs> you were thinking it. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. You had to practice your burp. I've never. I've, I don't know where I heard it, but that. Okay. Okay, go on. Okay, our next word is crudivore. C R U D I B O R E. Crudivore. That's when dinosaurs turned into crude oil. Oh, uh, they, they, they eat rude things. They eat, they eat, eat the obnoxious dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> You're so crude, Avor. <laughs> crude, Avor. It's a rude dinosaur. Well, you got a T Rex, and then you got a carnivore, and then whatever. Um, it's a person, not a dinosaur. Although I suppose it could be a dinosaur, but they eat raw food. God, it didn't that's say crude. raw vegetables or raw meat. It just said raw food. Yes, that is pretty crude. Raw cake mix, raw yeah. cookies, raw yeah. cookie dough, all that. I raw have a, I have a top ten that goes along with some of that too. <laughs> Eating raw. Our next word is arenaceous. E r i n a c e o u s. Aaron Aceous. So it's Terry acting j- Aaron exactly <laughs> like Aaron. Somebody named was, Aaron, you act just like them. You're so Aaron Aceous. <laughs> you're just like that person, Aaron. Yeah. I have a stepdaughter named Aaron. <laughs> That's why I'm saying that for <laughs> Aaron Aceous. Act like her. Um, I don't know. You, I, 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 my I other, agree I, with the because Aaron is like a, an Irish related thing. You're, you're acting like you're Irish. <laughs> it's, uh, you, you're getting close. It's a drink from Ireland. No, 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 no. It's related I mean, to or resembling. So it does kind of look like a hedgehog. What? <laughs> it says related to or resembling a hedgehog. A hedgehog. A hedgehog. Yes. So, so Aaron is a hedgehog. Yeah, well, there's, I don't know which part is the hedgehog and which part was the resembling, but yeah, kind of odd. Oh, snollygosters, our next word. 
S N O L L Y G O S T E R. The booger. Too many letters. Something that's up your nose. Too many letters. Senesmelia. What was that? Sally Goster. Sally. Snally. It's like Molly, only an S N on the front. Snally. Goster. It's a fish. It's it's something smelly that you eat. A type of fish. Well, this word means a person who cannot be trusted. Oh. Well, this? if you eat smelly stuff, I wouldn't trust you anyway. <laughs> Untrustworthy. That's you would probably be that raw, raw food versus the crude, the crude of work. You're a crude, <laughs> crude of work, not like Oster. I can't trust you. Need you to quick, quick click it on your thesaurus button, Jill. <laughs> I've only got another word or two. Our next word is agrius. A G R I E S. I agree with you. I agree. That sounds familiar, like we had it before. A G R I U S. Agrius. Agrius. Well, besides what Terry said, agreeing with you, I'd say maybe have to do with the farm. I like farmers. I, I agree. It's because agri agriculture. Agri, yes. <laughs> it's, it's like a farm, farm like. <laughs> well, it means a type of moth. Moth? A moth. M O T H. It's a moth. type of moth. That does sound familiar, like we had that before, but yeah. I'm not sure. That's like to what I said, but it was a. But it's one of those words, it's like you hear it and you forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Our next word, there's another one, Bathorexa. What? Bathorectus. Bathorexa. B-A- to be erected in the bathtub. I-A. To be erected in the bathtub. B-A-S. You get too happy with that soap there, X-I-A. Basarexia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> be res- resurrected in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I. No clue. <laughs> he said it was, he said it was B-A-S or B-A-T-H. No, B-A-S. Yeah. Bass. No, so so it's just a fish. It's like, there's a an erect fish. It's like swimming up and down instead of vertical. <laughs> or, <laughs> Well, it's kind of fun. You guys are thinking of fish because this word means a strong urge to kiss someone. So you guys want to kiss a fish? Go for it. <laughs> Go kiss the fish in the bathtub while yeah, it's erect. Kissing fish lips. <laughs> kissing fish lips. <laughs> that kissy. is it. So we can move on to Terry. Yeah, please do. Kissy fish words. Top 10. Uh, Let's please move on to Terry. Stop this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've got three different ones or more, four, but I'm going to do one. Which one was this one? Insane, but 10 insane things that you can do with food besides eat it or food items. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> eat it raw. Yeah. Huh? Um, <laughs> 
With ramen noodles, you can fix a broken sink. <laughs> really? <laughs> if your sink is broken, like the corner is broken off of your sink, you can take ramen noodles, it says, and you make them. Um, you have to put the flavor packet in for some reason. And then you slap some ramen noodles in between the broken piece of your sink and hold it there. And when it hardens up, then you can take sandpaper and go, and it'll be fixed. Excellent. I shall contact you tomorrow. Oh, like it seems like once you ran water in there and got it hot again, it would make it <laughs> back up. Would well, this is like on the corner, the corner of your sink. Oh, yeah. like if you drop something on the, you cracked a porcelain on the on the bathroom sink or something, right? Or if your toilet tank lid is broken or something, uh-huh. you know, just using like the noodles. But it's still, for some reason, it says you got to you still have to use the flavor packet. I'm like, I guess so it can smell like. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> your bathroom smells like chicken in your or shrimp or something. <laughs> then they have uh number two, if we want to go that way. Egg hair conditioner. Egg Ooh. hair conditioner? Uh, no, I've heard of that. Like, like an egg shampoo or conditioner. Yeah. For the life of me, I can't see what makes people go to them outfits, can you? And let's see. I don't I've have. Heard, I've heard of beer shampoo as well. Yeah. Right. You can use flour as steel polish. Huh. I didn't know that. Mm-mm. And, but it says Polish, so steel Polish. So if yeah, you want well. Polish people, you can use flour, I guess. Again? Uh, number seven. Sugar and baking soda, you can make a black snake fireworks. I can't believe it. It's amazing. I can give you that recipe at the end of my list. Because <laughs> uh, I, 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 I forgot to record that part here in my list, so I got it on a different note, so I'll get to that. Tell you how to make yeah. it. Sugar and baking soda. Makes those. No, there's a little bit more. Yeah, but it makes those, those uh, black snakes that you can light and they like expand you can and use, expand. Yeah. You can use milk to repair cracked china. Gee, it's one thrill after another. Oh. I guess it works the same principle as like the round of noodles. Oh. Possibly. <laughs> Let it dry. <laughs> Yeah, well, I know milk, when it dries, it kind of stains. It gets all, I mean, it gets kind of stiff or whatever. But If you have a headache, you can eat a green apple. Keep quiet before I give you a hit in the head. Huh. I always heard a cucumber. I always heard they give you an upset stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Make you poop. Eat those green, green apple apples. quick step. <laughs> you can use moonshine for gasoline. Hey, this certainly looks like the real thing, doesn't it, McGee? I can't believe that because moonshine is pretty much pure alcohol. Right. You can use rubbing alcohol too, but what's cheaper? You know? it, it would be a good substitute for gasoline, but it depends on your engine. It might make it knock a lot when you're driving it. Might make your car swerve driving down the road. <laughs> yeah, my car is swerving by itself. <laughs> My car. I'm not drunk, it's my car. He looks like the kind of a guy who would. Your my car, car can't breath. Drive. It can't drive a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You can use a banana for silver polish. You must be raving mad. Oh, weird. Now, I don't know if it said the banana or banana peel. It just says banana. You just sh- rub the whole thing all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. You can use lemons for insect repellent. And here it comes. Here they come again. Does it? Huh. Insects don't like lemons, huh? And then you can use, I think it said chickens. <laughs> you know why you mosquitoes use- and bugs don't like lemons? They have to pucker up when they go to the <laughs> I can't <laughs> bite. <laughs> I'm all puckered up. I can't bite. And what was there? Oh, you could use bones to predict the future. You've got to be crazy. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, like, if you have a broken bone and it starts aching, you know, after it's all healed up years later, and when it aches, it usually means there's a change uh, in the weather. Yeah, well, you can get supposedly tea leaves and stuff and tell the future, too, if you're all into that kind of thing, but, eh. <laughs> usually it's about um, as right as the weatherman. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, as the weather, I can see that if you have a have a achy bones or whatever. Hey, what's this? This is impossible. So here's the recipe for the black fire snake. That's like when you're a kid and you like to match and little black pellets, you light them on fire. Black snake. Well this is to make it large king. It's big. It's a python snake. Right. You need a <laughs> <laughs> you need some, probably some adult supervision. Yeah. Don't try this at home. Hey, that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> you get a you get a ceramic or a metal container, like a porcelain something or something. <clears throat> something that withstand some heat. Okay, so then you take sand and you put sand in your container. It doesn't specify how much sand, so I don't know. I wouldn't use a. Uh, I, I'm imagining like a porcelain <laughs> cereal bowl or salad bowl or something. Right, right. It's like wow. something like that, or a cake pan or something. Or, <clears throat> but you put sand in it, and then you douse the sand with lighter fluid, and so you got a bowl full of sand-soaked lighter fluid, and then you <clears throat> take. Um, 10, 10 grams of baking soda and 40 grams of sugar, granulated sugar. You mix the baking soda and sugar together and then you put it in the pile on top of the sand soaked with the lighter fluid. Then you take a long match or a long lighter. So and- you don't have to get too close. Hey, woman, come in here on the double. Right. And that is supposed to, you know, burn or your snake will continue to come out for 20 minutes. <laughs> it says so with that, that recipe of 10 grams of baking soda and 40 sugar, you can probably double it or quadruple it. You have a snake going for days. Like I would imagine we keep going until your lighter fluid and sand, you know, dried up. Yeah, I'd either keep going until your lighter fluid burned up or until your sugar and baking soda 
were getting burned up. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. Hey, hmm? you sound like you know what you're talking about. There you go, kiddos. There's a black snake recipe. <laughs> yeah, don't try this at home, or at least without the adults. Or Maybe we'll go over that one again around the 4th of July time. Wear, wear your goggles and rubber gloves and have a fire extinguisher. Stand big fire. The snake's coming after me. Anyway, well, our anchor topic stuff. Yeah, we like to move on to our anchor topic where we talk about blindness-related issues. Um, and we run through a list of seven items is generally that uh, are used at the VA's uh, blindness rehab centers. Uh, today, our topic of choice would be on computers, but I know Terry recently got a device. It's, it's computerized, so we'll, 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 we'll claim it that it fits in. Uh, but it has to do with <laughs> diabetes and how a blind person with might check their diabetes. So do you want to talk about that, Terry? Yeah, I'll go over it. Um, I recently was able to uh, acquire a the new thing out there, the Freestyle Libre 2 uh, machine. Um, normally, you have to be a diabetic on insulin um, and check your blood sugar at least five times a day to qualify for the machine. But as things do over time, they make exceptions to the rules. And so if you're blind and you have diabetes and you have neuropathy, you're, you can qualify to get a machine as well. And so I received a machine the other day. Okay. Now, how, how big is the machine? Um, where did I put it at? <laughs> it's like, you know, the size of a pencil box or the size of well, an iPhone. I was, it was, I was explaining to Jill, it's, as thick as my iPhone is, because they're not very big, you know, they're, they're, they're like your standard size uh, glucometer, whatever you want to call it, however you want to pronounce it, you know, your, your de- regular testing device. It's uh, as thick as my iPhone is, or a iPhone, but it's maybe, and you can set it, let's see here. Um, <laughs> Oh, it's probably about three inches by two inches. It's not real big. Okay, so three by two is about the size of a business card and about the thickness of your iPhone, so it's pretty small. Right, and I carry it around my neck in this pouch with my iPhone, but uh, there's only one button on the machine, as as any other uh, blood sugar testers that people who have diabetes knows. It only has one button on it, you know, and so you, um, it's got a, <coughs> it's not really, designed, it doesn't talk. It doesn't talk. It's not, they haven't made any talking as of yet. They're probably working on it, but we need more people to advocate for that. But um, my wife put a, a sensor on my arm and the sensor goes on the back side of your arm and it actually sticks out. It's not like a patch. It's like a, it feels like it's uh, one of a gold dollar, Susan B. Anthony dollar stuck on my arm. That's what it, is, what it feels like. It's metal. It actually looks like, you know, uh, a little metal disc stuck to your arm. And so when your shirt sleeve is down, you can't actually see it unless your shirt's tight. 
you know, so, so it's monitoring all the time, basically. Right. And so it, it comes in this little, uh, pa- a little packet, like a Tupperware smidget, and it's got an applicator. You have to open the one container and and take the applicator and, and snap it down onto the sensor, and that activates the sensor, you know, when you push it on there. Then you have to wipe your arm with alcohol pad, of course, and the, the sensor actually does have a needle in it. I was not aware of that, actually. But And so when it clicks into your, she pushes it against my arm, and it clicks, and the, and the needle pokes in you, you know, and uh, it just stays stuck to your arm. You can shower with it on. You can, uh, but if you go into a pool where it's going to be underwater or, you know, soaking in a tub, they recommend that you put, you can put uh, a patch over it, you know, the, the where it's like a covering that goes over it to help protect it so it doesn't come off, whatever. But, uh, but so then you got a sensor on your arm. And so then you have the machine and it has settings, preset settings. If your blood sugar goes below 70, it'll, it'll beep at you and go, and the alarm will go off. If your blood sugar goes above 240, uh, decimetal liters for whatever per whatever it is. I, but if it goes over 240, it'll beep at you. And so, but any time of the day, you can pick it up and push the button and wave it over the sensor and the machine will tweet at you and, and there you go. But what I've discovered is when there's nobody around, um, I can take my iPhone uh, and I can open the Seeing AI app we referred to last week. Or the Seeing AI app, I can use the short text. I can open my app on my phone and push the button and take a reading and then use my phone to read the screen, and it'll tell me what my blood sugar is. Right. So you can open now, up I, Seeing AI, and they, you take the reading, and then you, you use Seeing AI to look at the screen on the your monitor. device yeah. right because the, the monitor doesn't talk as of yet and yet the, there is an app for the iphone but the app is not really that voice compatible on your phone it will work great if you turn your voiceover off but with the voiceover on it doesn't work on you know the button the controls and, don't work well yeah sometimes apps are not when they design them, they don't use the accessibility features that Apple uh, builds into it. So all you got to do is turn them on. Right. Sometimes they don't. And, and so then, the on the phone, I mean, you can download the app. It's got everything there. But if you, if you, even though if you turn your voiceover off, then it's the same as the machine. But even then, in that circumstance, you can only use one or the other. You know, if you scan, if you put a sensor on your arm and you scan it with the actual Freestyle Libre 2 machine, then you can't use the app on your phone. It, it only appears with that machine. Right. And so now in, in two weeks, like when the battery goes dead on the sensor, then I can put a new sensor on. Now, if I use my my app on my iPhone, I can scan the sensor and now it'll work on my phone but not on the Freestyle Libre machine. And, but to do that, now I'm screwed because now I can't use Seeing Eye. Well, I could use another iPhone to read the screen of the iPhone again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you would think, well, 
as long as the buttons are easy to find, because sometimes it'll be like a huge button across the bottom or something. As long as you know the button's there, you could turn voiceover off, touch the button, and get the reading, and then turn voiceover back on. And maybe it'll read it. You'll have to try it and uh, give us a report back on that sometime. Yeah. Can't you rename the buttons on your iPhone when there's something like that? Well, that, that's not the problem. Is is sometimes because I've had apps do this before. Is you know, let's say you have a book app, a table of contents. You tap it, nothing happens. Tap it, nothing happens. It's like okay, turn voiceover off. Hey, you sighted eye person, come here. See where it says table of contents. You tap that. Yeah, did it go? Yes, yeah, on the table of contents. Okay, and you turn the voiceover back on. Okay, now I have this list of chapters. Tap the chapter, nothing happens. <sighs> Turn voiceover off. Hey, side of person, can you chap- tap on chapter three for me? <laughs> yeah, here you go. So it, it's not that it doesn't read it because it will. It's just that sometimes they don't give you the, uh, the 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 stuff that voiceover needs to actually activate mm-hmm. the control. Right. And sometimes it doesn't say button. It just doesn't say anything. I mean, it'll say what it is, like settings, and you go to say about. And she's like, well, touch, open about. I go, well, I'm, I'm double click. It doesn't say button. It doesn't say link. You know, it just it just says the, the words. Right. But then when I turn and I can touch there, and it doesn't do anything. So then I turn the voiceover off and I give it to my wife and she touches the about, starts reading the numbers on the screen hmm. it, for her. But right. when the voiceover on, it just It'll read it, but it doesn't give you a clickable link. Right. And, and so that, that could be an issue where people need to get a hold of uh, their uh, app development team and say, hey, look, uh, I, I need to use this because I'm blind. Can you please make the buttons work with voiceover? Yeah. And so, but again, if they did you know, get the app working correctly to where it would do that, um, you know, we thought maybe because there is two different apps in the app store, and we I deleted one off and downloaded the other one, and uh, it, it didn't work either. You know, did the same thing pretty much. But again, I had already scanned the sensor with the machine, so it kept, just kept telling me the sensor is inactive or sensor is already active with another device. You know, so maybe right. would have worked. Maybe it will work, but. I have to wait until I change my sensor. Now, this has also happened, too, okay? Um, I got the machine Saturday, and we put a sensor on my arm. And so then on Sunday, 24 hours exactly, it quit working. Oh. It, the machine said the replace the sensor. The sensor was no good. And I'm like, well, what the heck? It's only been 24 hours. And so I don't know what they cost. Because, or you know, and some because it should be paid for by my insurance, but they give you six or seven boxes of sensors, and each sensor says it's supposed to last 14 days. I called them up. Well, I had to wait till yesterday, Monday, uh, to call because it was after six o'clock on Sunday, and I wanted to eat dinner. And by the time we were done, and I called, they were closed at eight o'clock every day. So you got to call before eight o'clock. <laughs> and so um, I called yesterday and we more or less all just changed the sensor, you know, and so far it's been working. It's been almost 24 hours now, so it may stop working now, but 
Yeah, well, they have to keep not. us. They're supposed to last for fourteen days, so yeah, they had to keep us posted on that. Well, they should last for for that long if it says so. You would Next think. week I'll give an update if I still have the same sensor on as today. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's a good rundown on you know. E- even though the technology doesn't work with as far as talking to you, uh, the key thing there is you are still able to use it because the screen on the devices is clear. And right. seeing AI, it will definitely take a distinct uh, photo of that and, and read you what it says. And like you, you said before we got recording, that uh, it, it'll even show you oh, well, uh, here's a, a log thing. Of, of the recent checks every you know, hour or however long it checks. Right. It doesn't like, I think it does it like every five minutes, you know, because uh, like I said, what we were just saying is when you use seeing AI, if you, you got to land on it just right and it'll show you the, the the reading you just took otherwise it'll show you other readings you know five minutes ago and before that so so you even though if you miss the top number it still gives you one that's pretty accurate you know within the last few minutes or so right and and with seeing ai just because it's reading you something and it's like that's not what i want whenever you have on the that mode was that you were talking about the uh the instant short text. Huh? short text short text that's what it's called all you gotta do is you know do a two-finger touch make it stop talking and then you just move your phone around a little bit move it left and right up and down and as soon as you move the phone and it and it re-sees the text on your display it'll start reading it to you again AI. and then once you once you it's reading what you want to hear you'll know you just hold it really still <laughs> or just move it totally away from the screen whatever it's reading i got a question though terry this thing on your arm you said when you put it on you felt something poke you in the arm yeah does that poke you all the time or every time when it checks it gives you another quick no it's like apparently it just like stays in my arm huh you know i mean it stays in you know just like when you go to the hospital and they give you an iv in your arm Mm mm-hmm when they give you an IV in your arm, you can still move your arm around. That needle's still in there, but you don't feel it. You know, so it, it just breaks the skin and kind of keeps it there. Because <laughs> you know, when she pulled that sensor off, there was a needle poking out of it. Is what she said. Oh, she said, oh, okay. But it's not real long. It's just a little short thing, like maybe right. Just like a thumb break the skin. Shorter. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, it's like a, a thumbtack with a really big head on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> but yeah. The, yeah, the needle is just not to break the skin because normally you, a diabetic, you have this needle breaks the skin. You take a little drop of blood, put it on a pa- on a paper that has the chemical on it. And you put a well. That's, if now, you're blind, it's hard to hard to. It's we, not hard to poke your finger, but it's hard to get that that test see, strip to line up on the machine. I'm going to see if it'll demonstrate here. I got my machine. I got seeing AI open. Mm-hmm. I went button. If I can find it here. Okay, I hit the button. And I scanned my sensor. And I lift up my phone. 236 star. Woo-hoo! 236. So you're getting close to having an alarm go off. These are sugar for us, Terry. Go ahead. Eat a Pop-Tart. Go ahead. <laughs> and see, so I'm just, and I'm waving my phone around over it. We're going to sacrifice your health for the sake of our show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Even if Starlight meant. <laughs> that shoot. would be up to you. Now, now it's quit. Oh, oh, no, it's still in there. 2 a.m. Freestyle Libre 2. I'm trying to see if it will. 230 free SD sharp SP2 Abbott. That's made by Abbott, is the company. I wonder if Costello had anything to do with it. I'm just moving it around over the screen, my phone. Now, the other thing I wanted to say was uh, on my phone, you know, we were trying for two hours to try to get my, my iPhone to work with the, with the sensor. And I was telling them that my, my, face ID, my face ID recognition on my iPhone is broken. And they, I said, that might be why it's not working. But that's not true. Because I've tested this out myself. If you take the actual Freestyle Libre machine and you hit the button like I did and you hold it over the sensor, you can do it frontwards or backwards and it'll still detect the sensor. The same thing with my iPhone, even though it didn't, it would tell me the sensor was bad. You know, you got, am I still, we're still there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're listening. Go uh, ahead. Okay. I was like, with my iPhone, even though it wasn't going to give me the number, I still tested that out too. I hit the button. Uh, I, I went up to the app and I hit, clicked on the button to test the sensor, you know, or to take a reading. And I put my iPhone with the back facing camera there and it, and it bling, bling, bling. But then on the screen, it still said, you know, the sensor was in use by another device. Right. The front way again, and it worked that way too, but it would just tell me the same thing. Now, I thought it was because my camera's messed up. And so I'd got my iPhone 8 out and tested it with it, and it does, did the same thing. It, it doesn't have facial recognition on it, so it's not reading that. It's just either going through right. Bluetooth or something. You yeah, know, it, so. and it might have be that magnetic sensor that they put in those phones for the charging pad. I mean, that even use the camera. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Well, anyway, let's uh, go ahead and move on along. Uh, I, I do have some emails to read today. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can get to all of them. Um, but if we don't, we'll get them next week. <clears throat> this is one that says, hi, Jill, Terry, and Keith. Uh, remember recently when the president visited Europe you know, on, the, on that, you know, green new deal, whatever he was talking about over there. I have a story for you 
about, well, let's just say it was an undignified occurrence. When the president went to visit the Queen of England, uh, Air Force One had arrived at uh, Heathrow Airport without any trouble. And his motorcade then took the president uh, to the Queen for a warm welcome. Then another short car ride took them to central London where they got into a magnificent 17 horse, wait a minute, oh, 17th century uh, carriage hitched to six white horses. I should know since I was the driver, but I mean, I have someone close with close ties to the people in the Royal livery. At any rate, we continue on towards Buckingham palace and they wave at the crowds that are gathered by to be greeted. Suddenly the right rear horse lets out the loudest fart ever heard in the British empire. The smell <laughs> is awful and both passengers cover their handkerchiefs over their noses. <laughs> the two dignitaries of the state do their best to ignore the incident, but as the smell lingers, the queen feels that she must say something. She turns to the president and says, Mr. President, please accept my regrets. I'm sure you must understand there are some things that even a queen cannot control. The president looked at her and replied, your majesty, I completely understand. Until you mentioned it, I thought it was one of the horses. <laughs> Clyde Dobbins from <laughs> Mudchute, London, England. Yeah, good old uh-huh. president. Blame it on the queen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's another one. Uh, it says, hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Here's a story I would like to have you read on your That Sounds Funny show. Uh, a married couple was in a terrible accident where <laughs> the woman's face was severely burned. The doctor told the husband that they couldn't graft the skin off of her own body. So the husband offered to donate some of his own skin. However, the only skin on his body, the doctor found suitable, uh, had to come off of his uh, rear end. Uh-uh. The <laughs> husband and wife agreed that they would tell no one where the skin come from and requested that the doctor also honor their secret. After all, this was a very delicate matter. After the surgery was completed, everyone was astounded at the woman's new found beauty. She looked more beautiful than she had before. All her friends and relatives just went on and on about how good she looked. One day, she was alone with her husband and overcome with his emotion over his sacrifice. 
She said, dear, I just want to thank you for everything you've done for me. There's no way I could ever repay you. My darling, he replied, think nothing of it. I get all the thanks I need every time I see your mother kiss you on the cheek. (laughs) (laughs) Sent from Richard. Not from Alton, Illinois. Maybe there's somebody in Richard from Alton that's a test story. So I I do have another one or two, but I we were running kind of long, I think. So we will bow out of those extra ones. We'll read them next time. Uh, but we do have our closing thoughts. Oh yeah. I have a thought. What do you call a a silly pickle? A daffy dill. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've been saving that one for a while. Been sitting on that one, huh? Sitting on that pickle. Sitting on that Never. pickle. <laughs> Never tell your little brother you're not gonna do what your mom told you to do. That's my thought of the day. Okay. (laughs) Uh, If a child refuses to take... uh, If a child refuses to take a nap, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Do you know where boogers go on vacation? Snotland. <laughs> Snotland. Gross. Um, well, I don't think. Don't ever dare your little brother to paint the family car. Because he will do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a book on how to fix automatic transmissions, but the library only has manuals. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. In the nut family, which nut has the worst allergies? The cashew. <laughs> well, forget the cake when it's your birthday. Go for the icing. Yeah, look at right on, author. Yeah, I know there's a certain person in our family who doesn't like icing, and she always gives it to me and piles it on. Oh, um, I love the icing. That's the best part. I guess so. What would happen if your nose ran for three months straight? That's not fun. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I recently found out that I was colorblind. It came completely out of the purple. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
I don't think I have any more. I don't have any more, but that was good. <laughs> it reminded me of the purple cloud and no, the red cloud and the blue cloud. Give you purple rain. For yeah. <laughs> oh. We should wrap it up and tie it with a bow. Yeah. Well, I do have one more. Uh, someone once asked me why I, I keep sitting at the back of my wardrobe and reading a book. I told them, that's Narnia business. <laughs> Narnia wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, all right. The lion and the witch. Yeah. But that's what I got for this today. So, yep, this is the part of the show where we come to the end. It's time to sign off as the sun sinks slowly into the sea. As if we were a travel log or something. I played some guitar. <laughs> yeah, so this is where we just say, hey, thanks for listening. This is your host. Uh, leave us a rating and review on whatever directory you happen to find us on. If you can, uh, stop by our webpage at thatsoundsfunny.com. Send us an email through our contact page. Leave us a comment on any of the show notes through there. Uh, and uh, tell us what you think about us. Tell a friend about us and help them find us too. Tell a friend, tell a phone. <laughs> <laughs> tell a friend by any way you can telegraph or whatever somebody needs to tell somebody yeah. <laughs> we need more listeners we ain't never going to get a Patreon <laughs> <laughs> yeah well what we should set a goal if we get get a, a, a hundred uh, downloads a week we'll, we'll start up a Patreon with a special Patreon open feed out there. get down and dirty <laughs> uh, well, we may have to change it from a family friendly to a unleashed a Terry reading or something. <laughs> uh. That sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com. <laughs>